1: Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast.
0: Hey girl, hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today joining me is my pal, Katie Maloney. Katie, (laughs) is it Katie Maloney Schwartz or Katie Maloney? I love when I don't know my friends' names
1: both <laughs> legally it's Katie Maloney but people can call me Katie Maloney Schwartz. I I planned on hyphening regardless. I feel like I like my name. I like the way it sounds. But, you know, if we want to get traditional, we can throw a hyphen on the end of it, but you won't catch me at the Social Security office anytime soon <laughs> trying to change this shit. So, it's whatever you want it to be. Katie
0: Maloney, hey girl, hey. <laughs> hey girl, hey. So, Katie and I are actual friends. Um, but she literally just said to me, "I have not so we haven't like spoken face to face since i was out in california for the baby shower slash surprise wedding <laughs> yeah i know can't talk about that. Wait, can we talk about wait wait? No, can we talk about that? Like I always get nervous, Katie, because I forget what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed
1: to say. Yeah, not that it's secret, but, but good yeah. kind of secrets. Like I don't want to blow secret. anything. I don't want right. to be the one that's responsible for ruining this shit.
0: So Exactly. Yeah, not like crazy bad secrets. I'm just only talking about like fun, good secrets, but still well, like remember when a certain story leaked about a certain one of our friends being pregnant? Yeah. Katie? I swear yeah to God, I thought I must have called Us Weekly in the middle of the night and forgotten about
1: it. I mean, I think we all felt that way because it was just like, very few people knew. How did, like, and all the people that I knew that knew, and they knew I knew, they knew, they knew, they knew. (laughs) You I'm talking about? I'm still like, it was me. It was me, I know it was me. I literally,
0: I remember, and in case you guys are like, what are you talking about? Um, Obviously, we are both friends with
1: Stassi, and we're both new aunties. Ah,
0: I'm so excited.
1: So exciting. I know. I, know. I, I can't wait to hold that baby. I
0: feel like this is like my, fr- with the exception of like one or two friends, this is like my first friend that's had a baby that like, I really feel like it's like our baby.
1: Yes. This you know baby is mean? a blessing, blessing to the both of us.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> keep well, repeating know, that to myself. You are, you are an aunt already, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How many do you have? No, okay. So there's Sonia Dot, and she's three. And then my younger brother Rocky and his wife Lindsay are expecting a baby in March. Wait, tell me what it feels like to be
0: an aunt, aunt? Because so my my Taylor, my fiance Taylor, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, she, oh my God, she has three nephews from one sister, two nephews from a brother, and then the brother that same brother just had a little girl. She's the first little girl out of like they took six to get a little girl. Oh, yeah. I know, but oh, wow. so but Tay is obsessed with her nephews, and it's so sweet. And I've actually now grown <laughs> to love them too. But like when Tay and I first started dating, I was like, "You need to chill on showing me the pictures of your nephews constantly." Like it was <laughs> like oh, so that so much and scared me. But like like when I say obsessed, like it like it's almost like she birthed them out of her own badge. So
1: <laughs> okay,
0: but she's totally obsessed, and she'll always say to me. You don't get it because you don't have um, nieces or nephews. You're the oldest. You've failed in life. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you got married, you got divorced, made life lesbian. You're now <laughs> refusing to grow up. You have Peter Pan syndrome. So, like, I'm. You know, I. I mean, that's my job in my family is to have the kids. So I didn't <laughs> do it. My sister and her husband. They're they're not there yet, but I mean. It, I wouldn't be surprised if I got a call any day now, you know, right. and then my little brother, like he's in his first year of medical school. So he's not having kids anytime soon, <laughs> yeah. but she, but she said like the love you feel it's like, you can't, even begin to imagine it. So can you explain? Okay. <laughs> it
1: Sounds like she's really intense in this. Oh interesting. So Love this her. isn't a normal thing. This a hard thing. <laughs> um, I think it's no, I think it's lovely and it's cute. I don't know. I mean like my niece is <laughs> it's lovely. You're like how cute for her. <laughs> I like that for her. I like that journey for her. I <laughs> can't breathe. <laughs> It's a, okay, that's a little extreme. Not gonna lie. Like, I she mean, is, my I go. She's I, I feel like, up, by the way, so she's <laughs> for everything for I love that. you, Taylor. I love you. Um, listen, my my niece is like the coolest thing ever. She's hilarious. I think she has the best personality, the best sense of humor of anyone I know. She also <laughs> dresses really cool. I mean, she's just she's fun. Like, I like I love hanging out with her. I don't get to spend as much time with her, especially now that you know, yeah. We're forever locked um, locked down over here. But, you know, she feels like part of your family. I mean, you, you feel like, I'm like, I I look at her sometimes. And I'm like, I looked like you when I was little. It's so weird how you kind of look like me. Because right. obviously my brother's your dad. So I get it. But I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's so much fun. and you just think like, I get to watch this like little human grow up all the way in life. You know? know. My friend, Nicole,
0: who was like my best friend from college, when she had her first baby that was like very significant to me and weirdly her child is my doppelganger like literally <laughs> when she was like so her and her husband came with me and was when we were together we went to my parents for like a weekend many many summers ago and they had parker like in like whatever those little like that little car CD thing that you take out and you like put it like on tabletops i don't know and <laughs> <laughs> clearly i'm not a kid person and my mom was like, I know this is crazy and it's scientifically impossible for Nicole to have birthed Taylor's DNA, <laughs> yeah. but that baby is my daughter, like, like flashback. <laughs> and even now, like, like where Parker, like, just like the way Parker looks like I, I always like write on her pictures, like that's my child. <laughs> she looks a lot like me. She's smart like me. She can sing like me. She's talented <laughs> like me. They're so lucky. Um, They're so lucky. <laughs> But that was really that really was my only friend that like I was like deeply deeply like connected and moved and impacted by, so and that was I mean Parker's like a thousand years old now, so (laughs) this is like the second coming of that, and I have yet to meet Hartford. I got nervous. Yeah, well, I mean, she's like she's like days old. I know. I I know. We (laughs) can chill. I think I'm gonna like. I think I'm really going to feel like she's my baby when I meet her,
1: like smell her, kiss her. <laughs> no, I totally, I totally agree with that because it's like when you've been best, best, like tight as you know, ever with somebody for a decade of your life, yep. you go through so much together and you grow up together and you feel like, you know, you really do feel like family and they're like your you know chosen family or whatever the hell you want to call it. But so, yeah, I I have that same kind of excitement that I feel like, yeah, it's like my sister's baby. Like I'm i totally blood. It's like they're on my own blood, whatever that means.
0: <laughs> can't wait to meet our baby. But we'll be out there the second we can. So we'll get a chance to, you know, see babies, see you guys. Yeah. Surprise
1: wedding. Oh Yeah. <laughs> you and Tay can get married in my Tay backyard. And <laughs> Tay and I can get married in your backyard. We'll just keep the tradition alive. Yes, uh, we, can, we can make just like a little drive through chapel back here. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so what's been going on? I haven't talked to you in so long. Girl, I wish I I wish I had like a whole like rundown of like so many things happening, but literally nothing is happening. We're just sitting at home with our thumbs up our asses, not knowing when the hell anything is going to be open again, when we're going to be able to see our friends, meet babies, uh, all the things. I, so I just, I don't know. I try, I try to be active every day because I feel like that's more important. For what do I'm you men. do?
0: What do you do? That's active. Ugh, I got a watch, Peloton, I never use it.
1: Well, <laughs> well, you know, it's just, it's just getting into like a routine, I guess. But, um, I do Pilates, um, because I feel like I'm really Good. sedentary. And so it get, helps get me like loosened up and flexible and strong. And then I'll, I'll go walk on a treadmill and watch TV. I find a new show to binge watch because then I'll be like really excited to watch the next episode, but I got to do it on a treadmill. Speaking of shows, when the fuck is Vanderpump Rules coming back? Oh <laughs> At this point, who, I don't know this. I've never had so much uncertainty last so long in my life. Like yep. it's starting to wear me so freaking thin. I've, I'm, I feel like I'm always just on the edge. I'm on life tilt.
0: Oh, my God. I can't imagine. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty, like for my like business long term, like because we're not live, you know, and it's like well, when we get live again. But I mean, it's still it's still a variation of it. I can't imagine that.
1: Yeah. Is it like stress or is it like just like annoying at this point? Both. It's really stressful because it's just like, yeah, I want to get back to work. I want to film the show again, but we can't do any of that. So it's just like, I know everyone's speculating that Vanderpump Rules is canceled for good or it's permanently shelved. I mean, I haven't heard anything about that. Bravo will let you know, but until they say it's canceled, it's not, but we cannot film right now. So that's what the holdup is.
0: Right. Exactly. Well, but even though you're not filming Bravo, you were just recently on Bravo, on my screen. <laughs> so if you guys have not started watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, your brain is broken and fix it. Because it yes. is, I mean, is it the best franchise of Real Housewives? I can't tell you. I know it's only season one. No, so that's like a thing. I
1: think it's up there. I mean, what's going to beat Rony? Nothing, but. I know. You know, but I feel like we're off to a really good start with Salt Lake Housewives. I'm so, very invested.
0: You and Lala actually went out to salt lake city because you guys are from there and you were at a party that was thrown at jen chalet because um, <laughs> yeah. lala and to your friends so what was it like how did that happen what was the party like what's jen like Just tell me everything i'm dying to know
1: <laughs> um okay yeah so i mean utah is a, a small place too like a lot of people know a lot of people and you know lala's from salt lake And I'm from park city Yeah. and Lala and and Whitney have a mutual friend. I don't know her name, but they like, it's like the friend that's like, please don't ever talk about me or something like that. So she's married to a gajillionaire. Check, check, check. (laughs) Probably. And so, yeah. So, they didn't know it at the time, you know, but then once they met, they were like, oh shit, you know this person. I think, I think they'd like seen that they were like mutual friends, maybe on like the Facebook or some right. shit like that. Right. So I think they, they both knew that they knew this person cause they both brought it up to each other. So, but yeah, so we Lala had like, uh, she was in a movie at Sundance last year.
0: Right, so. right, 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 right. Which way, so I have a question. Utah is a state. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna a state. Go like this Utah is a state. Um, Salt Lake City just i'm going to take a wild guess it's a city and park city
1: is also a city they're no, are they right next door to each other basically there's like there's like a canyon that separates them it's it's about 30 minutes 20 miles something like that so like LA and San Diego kind of no 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 I, it'd be like LA and pasadena mm. or something like driving from west hollywood to pasadena gotcha
0: okay kind yeah. of i don't know what a pasadena is but i know that erica jane maybe still lives there but she did
1: oh, live there my, oh god <laughs> forgot about oh, there's so much scandal so in much worlds uh man people are just climbing all over everyone they're like who's next <laughs> who, who know. am i gonna anyways but yeah, okay. Park City and Salt Lake City are its neighboring cities. Okay. Park City is much smaller, very small. It's like a, like a mountain town.
0: So you guys went there because Lala was going to, so her film was premiering at Park City, which is the Sundance Film Festival. Sundance Film Festival. And um, I never had a chance to go to it, but I am dying to go. But I don't know if I can go because I don't think I'm going to get along with Lisa. And apparently, according to her, she's the queen
1: of the Sundance Film Festival. Well, um, I got myself in trouble with that one because I I was doing like, um, I would watch the show on Instagram, me watching it, like reactions to it. (laughs) And this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at in my life. All right. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying I would never ever dream that I would do that, uh, huh. but I did it. And I casually was just like, okay, wait, Lisa's the queen of Sundance. Like according to who? I've, Lisa. <laughs> and Exactly. And well, cause I know she's got like a marketing firm. So they like put on parties for brands or for businesses or whatever, which right. is, you're not throwing it necessarily you're just organizing it or whatever anyway I was it was kind of a douchey comment what I made I was like I've been to so many like Sundays parties and events and she's never anyone I've ever heard of (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've met a lot of people know a lot of people who actually like handle the parties, the party people you talk to if you want to go to the party kind of situation, you know? Yeah, I love when she was like, she was like,
0: (laughs) some people, some people call me the queen of Sundance, and I'm not going to fight him on it, and I was like, somebody is you. You call yourself the queen of Sundance. I will say, though, her style is fierce, and I love that Balenciaga oversized striped shirt with that Gucci fanny
1: pack giving me life, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) no she does and also the fashion on Uh, the show uh, is
0: amazing well like wait let's put a pin in that because i want to go back to like is this like what you would expect the real houses of utah to look like or salt lake city rather or is this like a new development for you let's put a pin in that okay real quick let's go back so okay so we're at you're at the sundance film festival Yes, yes, for Lala and then um because they're so close you guys are like oh yeah so we're just gonna hop over Lala knows Whitney Whitney's like come over to Jen's chalet we're having a party and, and so, you the got show, so because yeah. that was a Sundance Film Festival party right yeah okay tracks 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 and <laughs> what were the ladies like I mean what, what like is that the is that the Utah that you know
1: and grew up in uh okay let's let's unpack <laughs> this a little bit okay. so yeah um jen's house is amazing it's gorgeous it's like a freaking chalet how much money do you (laughs) think it it would sell for in utah this is my number one question
0: i was talking about this with chris burns you know chris carrie bradshaw on instagram he's hilarious he's oh i think so yeah i think i know he's obsessed with it actually this is coming out this this today is thursday Chris and I will be talking about the newest episode of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City on Monday on my radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. Check it out, TaylorStrecker.com. Okay, sorry, shameless plug. But that's the thing. So Chris was like, because he watched before me, he's like, when you watch the show, he said to me, he's like, the money, honey, is insane, like out of this world. He, he's, he's like, that more money is like, it, it's no fucking joke, girl. So I yeah. I... I said to him, is it like more, is it like even more than Bev Hills? Because that's like the pinnacle of money. Yeah, and he was yeah, like, yeah. it is. And I'm like, so I was really, I had the bar high in my mind. Of course, they're like, their clothes are epic. We'll, like I said, get to that. Because I don't understand that. Because Gucci and Chanel never go on sale. But we'll get to that. But... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, they're rich, but I kept saying, and I hope this doesn't ac- come across as offensive, but, like, well, how far does the dollar stretch in Utah compared to, like, fucking
1: Beth Hills? That's my question, Katie Maloney, and you're going to answer it right Listen, now. Listen, okay, in Park City, uh, I feel like housing, the housing market, whatever prices for home, even rent, is very comparable to L.A. It's you very, are lying. It's I'm telling you, like... One bedroom apartment in Park City is probably, you know, sixteen hundred plus a month. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so you're getting an idea. It's, it's 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 expensive. The homes are really expensive, especially I you know I know the area, the neighborhood, if you want to call it, that Jen lives in, and it's like they've got the clubhouse and private golf course and it. So I mean, those houses are like ten million easy. Shut up okay so yeah we're not so like when i'm watching it it's not like well yeah their house is
0: fucking huge and she's driving around in maseratis and like constantly all in designer clothes because it's you like that's what i've been telling myself i'm like it's utah everything's yeah. half price there. there is there's a the lot course. of yeah oh, so on.
1: there theres there is there there is a lot of money in utah in salt lake in park city You know, so it's not far-fetched that people would be driving really nice cars. I mean, my high school parking lot was a joke. These kids had brand new Audis, Range Rovers, Mercedes. It was crazy. Like, you know, these kids just get these cars when they (laughs) turn 16.
0: That blows my mind because I would feel like I, I just, and again, typical, like, coastal, East Coast, West Coast, like, that's pretty much the only places I've lived, right? I've either yeah. lived on the East Coast or West Coast. I've never lived, like, you know, inside of America, if you will. So I think that there is a certain level, a little bit, I'm going to just own it right here, right now, of, like, <laughs> um, snobbery. Whether we realize or not, like, it's just the coast. And everything other thing else is a fly of state, which is, like, super <laughs> fucked up. I actually... I used to be friends with people who like legit would talk like that, which I thought was disgusting. But like, there are lots of other states in this country and a lot of them are also wonderful and magical, just like Mm -hmm. any coastal state. (laughs) But that's the thing is I wouldn't like in my mind, I mean, the only thing I knew about Utah before the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and listening to Sophia with an F, I, we might have time to get into that, but we're gonna see. <laughs> um, but I have now since become obsessed with like Utah specifically and life there. The only thing I knew about it before this was years ago when Big Love was on HBO. That was that was the only other time I was like, oh, even, yeah. like thinking about it. So for me, Utah is religion,
1: polygamy. <laughs> sorry i'm i'm, I'm wrong I it's it's clear no it's it's it is all those things among other things but those things are true like the the church mormon um basically run the state that's why you can't get liquor anywhere yep. but a state-owned liquor store where they tax the hell out of it interesting and that's um, thing
0: too is like the no drinking stuff like i, I kind of just from my big love hbo watching days i was like utah is not a desirable place to live however it is and it's got these like crazy rich i mean it's attracting these crazy successful people clearly it is desirable almost as much as you know a beverly hills like
1: yeah and it's got a nightlife it's got tons of like bars really great bars clubs how does it have
0: great bars this is the other thing too is
1: it's like, not a dry state.
0: I have so many questions. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, and like, okay, so first off, so it was, so growing up there, it was like crazy wealth, period, end a story. Crazy, yeah, I mean, crazy
1: cars, crazy houses, crazy clothes, crazy wealth. It's not that everyone was there, but there was a lot of that there. Like you definitely know that people got, Fucking money. Right. Um, I mean, I've been to kids' houses. They have elevators in their house, and indoor pools, and movie theaters, and like it's just like really bananas. rich people shit. I mean, my mind rich is shit. Yeah. So, but but not everyone. You know, like I, I mean, I didn't grow up in a house in an elevator, but like I grew up in a nice house. And, right. You know. So, but um, but you know not everyone that has money's flash like that. People are very granola in Utah. They're outdoors okay. people. They, you know, like it's not people that are, and also think about what Utah looks like. It's not really conducive to like heels, especially where I lived in Park City. Like there was Hills places. It's snow everywhere. And snow. So, I mean, it'd, it'd be more practical. It's more practical fashion than fashion fashion. I mean, I would wear like the most basic, like, casual outfit that you could wear jeans and t- and i would just look fancy to them they're like where are you going i'm like what they're like you're <laughs> dressed up i'm like i'm wearing like leggings and combat boots you know maybe something more stylish than just plain casual but they're not fancy fancy all of them
0: so okay, i mean the, so
1: this but, is but, not like how the
0: it is we see with this cast they are fucking fashion i mean jen is wearing like um giuseppe strappy sandals in the literal snow she's got like a blush suede sandal I'm like bitch what are you doing
1: (laughs) I I love it I I like that's that is part of the charm of the show and when you saw the show when when you went there when you
0: saw the show air were you surprised by like the amount of wealth by the amount of personality by the amount of like the fashions just to the nines or is that exactly what
1: you expected it to be i was impressed i did not expect that i mean you know it, it is housewives I know. so you know you, you, i think there's like a pressure to sort of like amp it up a little bit i besides jen i don't know that any women you know are dressed i mean mary, like that every mary day. is all
0: about the clothes she's a she's she's she
1: is even more of a clothes horse, I think, than Jen. She's. I I'm feel like, like Mary, her bedroom is just like, hangs, she just hangs out with her clothes all day and, like, talks to them. I feel like she like, talks Mary. to anyone.
0: For Mary, yeah. that feels like that's exactly what goes on. I mean, there's the thing, though. Mary is so batshit. So batshit. But, <laughs> and I was so happy the cast members were like, Mary is weird. I'm like, thank you, Heather, because we're all thinking, but we didn't know if we could have, like, say, Mary is <laughs> yeah. a bizarre town, USA. But I will say, She's, aside from being so, like, strange. Odd. She's oh, so she's odd. strange, yeah. She's strange. She is a, she is a, she's a, her own little kitty cat, you know? And then on top of all that, she's married to her grandpa. Which I cannot yeah, even, grandpa. Ungo- oh, God forbid you bring up the truth to her, though. <laughs> Oh, and I love when she's saying, like, I'm a grandpa. I'm a grandmotherfucker, I'm a grandmother effer. And I'm like, no one said grandmother effer. You're a grandfatherfucker. That's what he said. <laughs> grandfatherfucker. Not grandmotherfucker. That's not a thing. Grandfatherfucker. <laughs> um but yeah. she, her clothes are spectacular. I
1: am in awe. I love seeing her. I'm here for just the clothes. She looks, yeah, she just looks like a runway every time she, she's uh, always like layered up. She's got layers uh, upon layers of just. Uh, the most expensive shit ever. Like it's, she probably, she's probably walking around easily twenty thousand dollars on her body every day. Like,
0: like easy, easy. I will say that <laughs> I think that these women, like between her and Jen, they are in very like neck and neck stiff competition with oh the yeah Real housewives I mean like Dorit I mean I loved when Dorit when they were in Italy and Kyle's like what are you wearing and Dorit's like a button-down shirt and like black leggings and she was like oh casual Dorit comes with, like fucking pearls on her hairline Chanel gloves it was like Chanel everywhere I mean when Dorit says <laughs> yeah. going casual it's not casual but like you know. I would say like before Real Housewives of Salt Lake City like Dorit was like she like took the, she maybe took the her and erica jane were like took
1: the cake for best
0: dressed housewives
1: You saw like it's six- like best dressed erica is like you know she's oh, she's just as always wearing something whether it's a vine it's not i don't know if i, was, it, I would describe it as like Desirable fashion, <laughs> exactly. I don't know, but, but I want it's to. It's fashion. yeah, yeah. But I mean, but Dorit wins that. I <laughs> mean, Dorit
0: like sacrifices her neck health for like a hairdo. You know, she has a like, chain in it. <laughs> but, the, but, but these girls are doing the same. I am like so beyond impressed. Let's also talk about the dry drinking, not drinking aspect of being in a state like Utah, because that's something I that's totally foreign to me. I actually went to my friend's wedding. Um, at Amangiri. Is that in Utah? I didn't know where it was. Oh, yeah. We all flew. This is going to sound so bratty. Okay. We all flew commercially. Oh. (laughs) When people say commercially, you know, something snobby is about to come. We all (laughs) flew commercial. Like, presents i'm just kidding i guess i'm just kidding <laughs> to oh, no nevada to, to to vegas and then we all like we were coming from like california new york wherever and then and i was newly divorced so i was like like for cash guys like i was freaking <laughs> but the bride was like so generous and she was like we got your room covered for you like Dude, the it, rooms are t- t- like three grand a night a night i know it was we took the whole entire place over for their wedding damn it was nuts it was crazy i had a roommate but she was fucking awesome and that's a great way to meet somebody at a wedding when you're there you know single so mm-hmm. i mean it was a, it was a dope wedding like what's his name brian atwood was there the shoe designer oh excuse me frederick from million dollar listing was there <laughs> <laughs> and oh, at wow. that time he was looking at serious and he was like you are my you are my mid uh angel sent from the heavens above so we became friends because <laughs> were you frank and frank and honk oh. this suit is not another blue babe yeah totally and then and then elizabeth olson was there i mean it was like wow oh it was, like, it was one of the it was one of those weddings but okay. i remember we got off in vegas and we all had to get onto like they had like a charter a big plane it was a private plane that they chartered but it wasn't like a like a lala and randall pj it was like a like a functioning pj you know it was like a <laughs> pj bust does that make sense <laughs> okay but so we flew um, to amagiri and i was like i don't even know where we are now because now we just got on a plane from vegas like where, where are we so we were how many people
1: up. were in the plane uh 40 that's
0: a big plane yeah Zam. damn, damn. But I but I like when I say it, it's not like Lala and Randall's, it wasn't like like those like luxe seats and like you know wood finishings. It was like, everybody take your seats. We need to get all of you from point A to point B. Okay. Um, but then we like got there, there were cars waiting for us that like brought us to Amagir. It was it was sick beyond. They're now divorced, but the best wedding I've ever been to. And I'm <laughs> like, girl, I better be getting invited to that second wedding because your wedding's all the best. Um, anyway, <laughs> but we were there and so She was, I remember the bride was kind of, we were there for like a whole weekend. It was like a big thing and she was freaking out because she was like, this is a dry state basically. And also this is definitely a dry facility, but like it's her wedding and we're New Yorkers. Of course we're going to fucking drink wine and get fucked up. So they were like bringing in the wine, but there was like a bunch of difficulty getting the wine, like across state lines or something. And it was like, we almost had
1: to go without drinking and we were all freaking out. Is the because moral of the story. Taxes because they want to tax that liquor. If it's going to be in their state. Wow. It's a business. It's, a business. it's more about like, it's not morals things as it isn't a business thing now i feel like. oh really i mean it's the the economy is great because they tax like 80 90 percent on alcohol <laughs> i felt very judged by the staff every time but i, was but like, I mean it's, I okay wine? but it's really not it, it you know they will they do uh have one of those like pour things on every bottle so you're only getting an ounce and a half they don't they're no free pour there but you know what the altitude Let me tell you, when you drink alcohol in the altitude, you don't need much of it to be like on sideways. I
0: also, Heather mentioned that like there's a rule where you can't have two drinks on a table.
1: Yeah. What's that? So you can't have a shot and a drink or a sidecar. You could have a beer and a shot, but you can only have one spirit in front of you at a time.
0: Wait, so, like, is it weird a person who drinks living in a state like Utah? Do you double fist when you go out? Yes.
1: (laughs) You do? (laughs) I used to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, I wasn't expecting that answer because I don't. I usually have one drink at a time, so... See, I'm surprised by that answer. (laughs) It's fine. I mean, yeah, the thing is you just have to plan ahead because you have to go to the state liquor store and they're not open on Sundays. So you just, I don't know. It's just, I never thought, and maybe I also didn't know any different, but it's not like I moved here and was like, oh my God, alcohol everywhere. (laughs) I didn't feel that way because it was just like, you got access to alcohol when you needed it. So
0: Okay, so fine. So, so far- Two topics, and I'm totally out of touch. You're like, it's normal, it's normal. I'm like, no <laughs> one's that rich. You're like, yes, they are. I'm like, isn't the drinking crazy? You're like, not really. Okay, number three, <laughs> number De- three. Debunking all of it. This is my last attempt. <laughs> How prevalent is the church religion in a place like Utah? Extremely, extremely. Like, like
1: I said, it's it's pre- prevalent in the you know state government. It's prevalent. You know, I mean, it it affects everything, but I mean see, okay, I'm not Mormon, never have been Mormon, never will be Mormon. And growing up Park City, I feel like my parents moved there in the 80s, early 80s. And like, there was like four people, like everyone in the town was at their wedding. There was one stoplight. I mean, it was a (laughs) tiny (laughs) freaking place. And so, but the people that started moving to Park City and really kind of populizing the place were coming from other, you know, East Coast, West Coast, not of Mormon people, but people just hearing that Park City is going to be the new thing and want to come in there and, you know, whatever. I don't know.
0: Do you get where I'm going? <laughs> I feel oh, like am looking you at, really at your face. Well, I'm thinking about like Nashville um, you know, right so, now. Like, so- like Nashville is becoming like this really like, I, like a couple people moved there and they were like, this place is awesome. And then the word spread and it was like, the real estate's kind of affordable. It's fucking cool. The food's good. It's a cool yeah. scene. You should move here before the real estate goes through the roof. And so- Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, so basically what I'm trying to say, is, uh, growing up, I did have friends that were Mormon, but most of them like weren't. And my Mormon friends were the ones that like, I drank alcohol with. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, kissed at parties. They weren't like good Mormons. They were called- what we call jack mormons or i think uh they call it mormon 2.0 wait Um, what jack mormon yeah so it's like you're like a bad mormon because you do like you do the things you're not supposed to like you might you know have sex or drink alcohol or coffee or you know not coffee i'm not trying to be a dick i'm sorry i'm just you
0: know but it it just it's wild to me it kind of reminds me it's like like the Amish, when the kids have rum or whatever, and all the Amish kids are like taking an E and like giving blowies in the corner. It's like that, yeah. uh,
1: <laughs> basically. Um, but Amish and Mormon are very different. Very different. Um, <laughs> so, but so then, you know, as I got older and I moved to Salt Lake, I I had a boyfriend who's you know was a Jack Mormon, but his family was very Mormon. Do they hate you? No. <laughs> See, mormons are really like they are really nice people crazy judgmental but like not to your face oh well that's you know but like but if you do anything that they don't think you should do like you're a sinner and going to hell um or whatever i think they believe in planets i don't know it's fucking wacky um (laughs) more interesting news see but yeah but i learned more about i just learned more about it like you know how crazy strict the temple is like if your brother is you know allowed to be in the temple wants to get married in the temple you can't go because you won't be allowed in there because you you haven't gone i was brought up
0: catholic right which is in terms of christianity in my opinion it is the tippity top of the most judgy wudgy was a bear okay i know (laughs) i was in it i taught ccd i went to all girls catholic school lesbian training camp i like to call (laughs) it I'm gonna get in trouble for that one. I'm gonna get in trouble for that one. But I, <laughs> but like, literally, so Catholic, and I have so much Catholic guilt, and like, I swear it's why I have so many issues around sex, and it's probably why I had no fucking clue I was a lesbian, because I was like, my therapist was is like, from, I don't see him anymore. I, I miss him. He was great. But he even said to me, like, when I was like having feelings for Taylor, he was like, you might have been gay the whole time. And I was like, you think? And he was like, I don't even think you let yourself go there because you were so religious. Like, And the thing is, I wasn't raised like super religious. It's just like Catholicism was just like, it was just from a young age. It's like ingrained
1: in you. Exactly. It's, it's like part of your fiber. So I feel like I get the the judginess,
0: but like there's something about LDS. It's LDS is like also, that's what? Uh, the Latter-day
1: Saints. Uh-huh.
0: So... Yeah. I feel like as a Catholic, I'm like, oh, I didn't know there was something more intense. Oh, here it is. It's LDS. So that's why I think I'm kind of obsessed with it, too.
1: Do you want to know something that's great also at Mormon spring to Utah is basically you have like two fourth of July's because there's the latter saints day, day, <laughs> I don't know. They have like their own holiday, which is like people basically celebrate it the way they celebrate fourth of July. This
0: is sounding like a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> it is a lot I of fun and it's beautiful God. and it's gorgeous. And you know, it's, it was a great place to grow up. I mean, I so feel, are you moving there?
0: <laughs> I feel like I want to move there. I feel, I feel like, Stupid. (laughs) That's what I'm talking through. I feel so dumb. Well, let me say this. So I started listening to Sophia with an F. Yes, I did. And she talks a lot about the, the impact that growing up in utah had on her because i think she, her family was lds or her grandparents are lds and she know. was like you said like she was like a jack lds and i mean she talks about like i mean girlfriend would be having foursomes she talked briefly about how she smoked meth by mistake she thought just, it was coke it's like it's, it,
1: no why are you smoking coke what i mean anyway smoking coke right that's crack no crack i don't <laughs> listen Wait, um did she smoke i have crack oh she smoked crack
0: <laughs> she smoked crack i got confused she thought she was doing coke and her friend was like no that's crack and she was like you didn't mean you smoke crack and she was not happy but then she said that
1: so she was just casually doing crack like oh yeah you just smoked my crack on accident friend exactly so in my mind i'm like That is crazy (laughs) like you know
0: i was like this is like like between watching heather talk about like her life in the church and then like hearing about like sophia with an f's experiences i'm like oh my god it's like all these people who are like I'm like such like under such a thumb and like so much oppression and they're then they just like explode and they smoke crack so I've been thinking this it's like this crazy place but you're like no it's like a totally normal state
1: it's totally. I mean yeah there's things about it that are different they're different but you don't know it's any different and um you know it's just yeah it's a it's a wild place and I think people yeah I think they're now they're like actually it's on their radar and so they're kind of paying attention and realizing like oh it's not this like weird crazy place where like people just like marry their cousin totally you know accidentally <laughs> smoke crack like it's it's like a real like accident. it's a real place with lots of beauty and and culture and wealth and culture
0: fabulosity. there's no culture there. culture cult- well, Cult-ish. Well, <laughs> you said it not me <laughs> wait I so mean, if tay T- and i went there and we wanted to like move in as like the nice lesbian tailors yeah we could could we join lds no um probably but
1: why would you it's like that- i'm a joiner katie because i'm a <laughs> but there's no but there's the lgbtq i plus the community there is huge and they have a massive like pride parade every year it's and, it, and like, everybody's cool it's all peaceful and stuff yeah dude I need to go to Utah <laughs> can, yeah. I, guess, like, I mean again. it's it's not a rowdy place it's like I mean it is they call it like the or palette like it's so gorgeous breathtaking you're kind of in the middle of nowhere in southern yeah. Utah and there's just all this like you know red rock around you and yep. it's just it's really like serene and peaceful and it's a spa. So it's like, you're not going there to turn up necessarily, but I'm sure they have some like sparkling rosé. Katie,
0: do you know me? I'm always going to turn to up. Okay. I didn't even say that right. I said that like a grandma. Yeah, but
1: your version of turned up to like other, we have the same idea of what turning up means. Yes, we do. It does not fall anywhere near with what other people consider a it to point.
0: be. That's a good point. We're not going to buy yeah. the steak smoke crack. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! Huh. Huh. I, I I gave that um her episode. I told you one listen. I listened to like the first one, and because I was kind of following along with the whole uh, call daddy call the call her daddy draw her daddy with the bar stool, call me. alex cooper and Sophia. yeah it was
0: it was tr- i think we all became addicted i think everybody benefited like it, we yeah. as the audience benefited they as hosts, benefited because it was like just i mean the epitome of no uh, all press is good press kind of a thing
1: 100 percent. but i mean listen i don't want to be a bitch but like that is some serious vocal fry on my ears. It was hard. And just like the the, I struggle through talking and I stutter with my way through things, but sometimes when I listen, I'm just like, have you ever like read a book?
0: I'll be honest. (laughs) I first I started listening because I was curious about the drama. Then I started listening because well I so I listened about the drama and the vocal fry was a lot for me. Yeah. And she would do this thing where I thought she started to cry, but then she would laugh. She she cry laugh so she goes like this (laughs) <laughs> so it's like she starts <laughs> and i'm like wait are you crying or laughing are you crying or laughing do you out, know, blink twice i wasn't quite sure what was going on and i hated it and then i started to do a thing that i am ashamed to admit and i now understand the people <laughs> who told me i hate listened what i didn't do was her uh... like a true psycho okay and i also <laughs> didn't go on her instagram and write mean shit to her but i did i hate listened but you know what i realized A hate listen is so powerful, Katie, because I officially turned my hate listen. I love the girl. I need to know what's happening in her life. I want to hear about her foursomes with her creepy ass boyfriend. I I felt how relatable when she talked about accidentally smoking crack. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I smoked crack, but I kind of just thought I had a moment where I was like, it is so wild. That she is talking about this, I actually have respect for her that she didn't cut it out because, because it, it was like her guest that actually was like she was like, when did you when did you start trusting me? And <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, I'm being a bitch, but I actually fucking love your podcast. But um, because she's listening right now, ob's, kebabs. But I remember <laughs> her her co host or her, her guest at the time was like, like she was like, when did you, she was like, when did you start to trust me? And he was like, honestly, and she was like, yeah, and he's like. Promise you won't cut it out, and she was like, "Yeah." He's like, "When you admitted to me that you accidentally smoked crack," and she was like, ah, <laughs> "I can't accept really that." But I was like, "But bitch, you kept it in, and so kudos to you for like being that bitch that like she she's letting her dick hang out, man, and I appreciate it." Okay, I can get down with
1: that. I'm just gonna have to push through push. this. You, I
0: I get the vocal fry. But actually, it's something like her like cry laugh now, I find super endearing. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's amazing the way people kind of grow on you. But I probably held in there because I it was, I started listening to her simultaneously when I started to watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I really, as we are now finding out, had this deep interest in Utah. I thought it was a like a fucking foreign planet like mars and now katie's looking at me like i'm
1: crazy she's like are you you just gonna start are you gonna start showing taylor just pictures of utah all the time we're moving there bitch (laughs) like she'll she'll pull out the nephew you're like have you seen this and it's just like a picture of utah
0: (laughs) okay so now here's a question would you ever move back to utah and join the real housewives of salt lake city I mean, probably. <laughs> I'm here for it. Wait, if you let's say, like tomorrow, you end up getting cast on Real House Housewives Salt
1: Lake City, who would you? Who would your BFF be? Ooh, I would be part of the, the cousin duo with Whitney and oh, Heather. Twins, so I can't tell apart. Whitney and Heather. Oh, no, because a cousin. I thought you meant the twins. Um, Melissa, no Meredith. No, Meredith and-, and Lisa. No, I don't listen. I wasn't trying to start real beef with Lisa, but I would probably beef with her on the show. I don't think we'd be friends. Why? She just kind of. I I don't. I just have a hard time vibing with people that are like really self-important and like think uh-huh. that like the world revolves. Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like they can't see beyond. You know, they kind of have like narrow vision, if you mm-hmm. will, mm-hmm. Um, and also just like she's like I'm LDS but I'm not but I am but I'm not I it's like she's... and I own a tequila company but like whatever you make it what you want to. I'm like well then it's I don't... kind of wishy-washy no it's like you're a little are you fair weathered those I don't know that those people I don't see them and be like mm, they'd make a great friend I don't I don't think that. But that's my another question. Like, I
0: thought like the church was like super strict. So like when you see people that was claim that they're LDS, but they're like so bending the rules. They're like, well, we're Mormons that drink, and it's like. But I thought that that was like you didn't get to go because this one got a divorce. Now she's not allowed to go, but you're allowed <laughs> to have a tequila company and go.
1: Are you making that up? That's my question. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. No, it's it's like that. It be like that. The hypocrisy really be like that. So I don't like I don't like hypocrites.
0: So <sighs> I don't know that I should move there after all. Oh man, I have to ask you one <laughs> last question before I let you go, Katie. So are you able, as somebody who's on a reality TV show, to enjoy watching other like similar typed reality shows i'm not talking like competition shows like the bachelor because that shit's in a different realm i'm talking like documenting people's friend groups interaction real life relationships the whole shebang
1: um yeah it depends not i'm not everything i'm so picky I, I mean i love the kardashians i always have i mean if i don't connect or relate to a cast of people or don't believe them or you know i like when there's like when the stakes are high and these are real friends and real relationships you know you kind of get more invested that way. So yeah. What's your favorite Bravo reality TV show? Oh, I mean, "Rasas in New York is it's gold. Why do you think that is? It's, it's the ladies. It's the dynamite. It's they're crazy. They're, they're, they're like perfect storm of like chaos. It could not be a more of a shit show that just is seamless every time. And like, and they, they get in fights. The biggest fight ever and then the next day they like get over it and they're like best friends again like the Ramona and Sonia saga is just you cannot write that these <laughs> women these women are just these personalities that just blend and you know it's poetic
0: <laughs> so so TD my Tay, she the only shows on Bravo she watch she doesn't like Bravo she'll only watch <laughs> Vanderpump because <of> you guys <laughs> And she watches, and she likes Rahoni because she thinks Ramona is hilarious. And she has a theory as to why it's like, the like in her opinion, the best. And she said it's because all of the castmates are basically single. So they're so invested in, in their friendships because like that it's like their full relationship. I can definitely
1: see that for sure. Think
0: about it. It's the only franchise of Housewives where like no one really has... A husband.
1: husband yeah that's so true I mean but they, it didn't always it wasn't always that way no, like Ramona Ramona and Mario were together for a really Ugh. long time it, was the worst it wasn't always like that I just think that they all are like that bitch on the show and it works you know it's not like you don't have like the quiet one the neutral one you like they're all just nuts can you watch shows that like have people in the cast that are your actual
0: real life friends
1: I mean I like watching Summer House and I feel like, you know, yep. I'm friends with my um, friends with those guys. I don't have so many friends that are on shows, so it's not like So who's your a problem over here? Housewife of all time. Oh. I mean, I love Ramona is so good, So and Sonia, like all of New York. Bethany too. Ugh. You don't like Bethany? I can't stand. Really? Bethany. What is it about her? I know she's I mean she's I met I, her. I, That's what
0: it is about her. I had the I did the misfortune of meeting her. And she <laughs> oh, no. could not give... She could not care less about people that are her fans. I was, like, such a fan and was, like, so, like... I was working at Sirius. So, like I, like, I wasn't, like, creepy. You know, I was interviewing her. And she just was like, you know what it was that made me mad? She's always like, I'm so real. I let it all hang out there. Like, mention it all! But then... <laughs> I mentioned that she had a boob job because it was like a storyline, like she was in Jill Zaren's pool, like being like, "Look at my tits!" Like, right? And so <laughs> yeah. I was like, "By the way, you're and this before I was lesbian. I'm just saying. So like, I wasn't hitting on her, okay? And I said maybe she could get the vibe. She was like that lesbian taking on me, but I said where I was like, "The boobs look great," and she was like. I didn't get a boob job. I got a lift. Like, she looked at me like, you disgusting, like, Mm-mm. Harvey Weinstein. Like, how <laughs> dare you? And I was like, you talked about it on the show when you said that you mentioned it all. Because everyone never, thinks... I'll never forget it. When
1: you her. watch the show and you're like, oh my God, like, what I would What would my line be if I saw that person? And you have to understand, like, they probably hear that all the time and are probably like, oh, go away. <laughs> Maybe not. I not know. Oh.
0: Judge my feelings and I'll never get over cuz my feelings are facts. Just like the president of the United States of America. <laughs> oh no, snowflake.
1: <laughs> snowflake. What is snowflake? Anyway, do do you want to know something? I'm basically TikTok famous. What? Dude, I posted a video of Tom laying on the floor because I found, like, you know how you can, like, use people's sounds to create your own video? Yeah. So there's somebody talking about, they're like, everyone's heard of, like, horse girls. You know, there's sloth people. There's car guys. But no one talks about floor people. Floor people? Tom is a floor person. He's a person that always likes to be on the floor, laying on the floor. He like, he doesn't like chairs. He like, he, like he'll like sit on the floor. He'll lay on the, the floor. floor. He like rolls, floor. rolls around on the floor. Like he just is like always on the floor. So, I, so like a couple of nights ago, he was laying on the floor, like looking at his iPad with like headphones on and had like a, a drink on the ground with him, laying on his stomach. And I posted that. And then it got like overnight- it has like over 300,000 views. Shut the fuck up. And I got like 13,000 followers on TikTok now. I'm like basically I have to move into the hype house now.
0: So oh my God. Congratulations, Tom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me and um, Addison Ray. Oh my God, you do. I'm looking at it right now. It's Tom on the floor.
0: <laughs> Technically that makes Tom a TikTok star. <laughs> you know what? That
1: doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love you. Oh my God. Oh, that's so, I got to get on. I can't figure out TikTok. Like literally cannot
1: figure out how to use it. This is how you use it. Here's your phone. You go like this. <laughs> cool. You mean, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like actually posting. Yeah, I don't know how to Oh post. yeah, no one, no one knows how to do that. And I don't know so- how to do that. Hard. No, because people. I see people do crazy edits. They got music. They got things that jump around. I'm like, do they edit it in the app? Do they edit it outside of the app? And then they just like upload it on here. Like, right? It's, supposedly, it's like the easiest thing ever. Like, once you learn how to do it, so easy, it's <laughs> impossible. Like, it's like so. It's literally like. Oh, I thought you meant like you mind. didn't know how to like use it. I'm like, all you have to do is swipe. Through. I just watch. I spectate on there mostly. But now I feel I'm pressure. Old, but I'm not that old. Okay.
0: <laughs> now you've inspired me to try to figure out this thing we call TikToks. Cause I will, you'll, really
1: you'll get sucked into TikTok and watch TikTok videos for 17 hours. I know, straight. I know, I know. It's, it's... it's so good though. It's so, okay. I learned so much. I've learned so many like recipes and just things. It's really like a, a nice tool. I heard there's like, a big lesbian like um, contingency on the TikToks. Oh yeah, I'm in lesbian TikTok somehow. <laughs> Ooh, like Cause, your cause, actual TikToks or like you're watching them? <laughs> no, this because okay, everyone talks about like oh I went I you know which what uh, side of TikTok or where where in TikTok are you? Because there's like definitely like little like like what do you want to call them? like tribes like people like you witch talk you'll get all kinds of like witchy shit on there saucy saucy also she's in um dark academia TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh my you. god Rush
1: that Sprina. was that was <laughs> that was a wild day when i Walked myself into, you know, amish TikTok somehow, and now I don't know where anything is. I don't know how to get back to it. I got like. I'm gonna be in it. Utah TikTok. That's where I'm. Gonna you be. are. You're gonna be in <laughs> LDS. <TikTok. laughs> oh, Katie, I love you. Thank you for joining me. Congratulations. <laughs> love you too. On your recent stardom on TikTok. congratulations on your actual like engagement and exciting thing (laughs) thank you
0: i can't wait to come out to california so we can see
1: our baby and see our
0: baby and celebrate the engagement we'll have another party at your house in the backyard we'll get you hitched we'll be right let's get hitched, katie i love you guys and don't forget guys katie has a podcast right here we are sister shows at your media it's called you're gonna love me with katie maloney and i already love you so i don't need well, to you, But i'll still listen i love you too thank you for having me thanks baby doll you guys that's it for us this week make sure to rate review and subscribe to the taste of taylor podcast as well as You're going to love me. You should do that, too. You should do that, too. Yes, thank you. Until
1: then, bye, girl, bye.